This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lead. Welcome to IA Forward. Shane, it is time to rah-rah. Number 50. Woo! Number 50. Woohoo! We made it. We made it. And <laughs> does confetti make a sound? I feel like it comes out of a popper. It would Pop. Be the, yeah, the popper Pop. or the, the noisemaker sound. I've been the only male human being in the history of the world that can never do really good mouth sounds. So I don't know how to do the pop. I can't emulate that. So I'm sorry. Maybe we can get that edited in or something. Yeah, maybe we can go back and add some sound effects. There you there go. go. There you go. <laughs> We're bringing out your pom-poms today to see how that feels. Not a pom-pom guy. I do think this needs celebrating. 50's a milestone. 50 episodes. Feels like we just started. In a way, it feels like we just started, but then in another way, it feels like we've been doing this since the beginning of time. It's because we talked about it for two years before we did it. A lot of procrastination. A lot of fear putting yourself out there. Not for you. Not a problem for you, Miss Radio Personality. But, uh, you know, for me, it was like, I can't do that. I can't talk. Then I realized I talk for a living. And so I can't talk into a microphone. I got to talk to an audience. Well, you're talking to an audience of hundreds of thousands of people at some point. There you go. That's it. What we really needed, I don't know if you've ever seen these youth ballparks that they're emulating major league parks, but what they have is they have like cardboard cutouts. So they're youth parks, but they're built in a way that you play at Fenway Park Yankee Stadium, Minute Maid, etc. And these parks are youth fields and they have all these cutouts in the outfield. So maybe that's what I needed in my little office podcast studio here is I needed some big cardboard cutouts of an audience. Maybe that would have helped in the beginning. Or you could have just had your team members come in and stare at you while you talk to them. That would have been odd. I don't know. That would have been really odd. But I know that was a suggestion. Hey, if you can't talk into the microphone or talk into the camera at yourself or whatever, because that was the whole video discussion. As we started talking about doing more video in our efforts, I was talking to myself. That was weird. And we'll just bring somebody in. And then that was even more weird. And so I don't know. (laughs) Hey, we're here. What is your job? I get paid to sit here while Shane talks to somebody else. Expensive listener. (laughs) But, you know, I remember when we first brought up doing this podcast, and there's a look that you have given me for the last five years from the first day we met. And I call it my Shane looks at me like I have three heads look. And you know what? I think over the last five years that you've kind of grown fond of all three of the heads, but you still look at me that way. And and I remember when I brought up the idea of doing this podcast, that was the look. In my defense of the look, when you think you're the marketer or you are the marketer, as we talk about a lot of things in the independent agents, you say, hey, you got to be the one. You got to jump out there. When you're the marketer for years and years and years, and then you jump out and say, I'm going to hire a creative person. I'm going to hire someone that has the marketing, the sales experience, and I'm going to bring them on board. I'm not going to train them up necessarily. It's not like I was out there looking for a two-year experience person. You've had a whole career around this. And it's like, you're going to bring that person in. And then I always said, you know, you hire good people and you get out of their way. That's always been a mantra of ours around here. Then when you actually do it, 
And you have this person who is suggesting things and bringing ideas to the table, then the look naturally gets created. Oh my gosh, that's way, way too out there. I can't possibly do that. We can't possibly put ourselves out there to that extent. That's the full spectrum here. You go through this, hey, I think I need to do this. I want to do this. And then you do it and you're like, holy crap, what did I do? And so then you're just in this sort of petrified moment where, yeah, I meant put us out there in a comfortable way. There's really no way to do that, in my opinion. That's my experience, is there's just no way to do it except rip the Band-Aid off. And that was exactly my thought, was just rip the Band-Aid off, just do it. And it's not going to be nearly as bad as you think it is. It hasn't been nearly as bad (laughs) as I thought it was going to be. And this is kind of fun. This is neat. Hey, somebody listened. Hey, somebody downloaded us. I actually got told the other day, hey, listen to your podcast, not even in the agency space, in the company space. And so it's like, let's go. Let's keep going. I love it when one of our Integra agents will actually call me and say, hey, I listened to the podcast yesterday and I had a question on this. I had that happened this week. And I thought that is so cool. That is very cool. Yeah. And it's so fascinating to me that like now your family assumes that you're podcasting if you're in your office. I've even got the joke going on in the office where they're wanting to get a light that says on air outside my office door, like you would like a radio studio. They want to put that outside my door for me to turn on and off so they'll know. Yeah, I actually saw one the other day and thought, I need to get that for Shane and, and no, send That's it the running joke around here is because I have these windows to the outside of our office and you can actually, if I have my blinds open, which is like 99% of the time, you can walk by and you can actually be an audience if you want to come stand outside my windows. I guess that would be something that I should start selling tickets locally here. Okay, now you're going to have to back it up, buddy. (laughs) I don't think we'd have any ticket purchases. That is an on-air personality's nightmare. There are radio stations that do that, that like they have the big open windows and people can drive. Yeah, no, 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 that that is the nightmare. Because if you're on the morning show, you have to look cute when you get there at 5.30 in the morning. Don't ask me how I know this. Anyway, what does this have to do with starting our agencies? I mean, we've talked about the two years that we thought about this and talked about this and chewed on this and it seemed so daunting. And then we did it and here we are. Part of this is my fault and I sense that there are a lot of agency owners out there that would have my mindset. And I am a methodical thinker. I am a processor. I am a projector. I need to lay it all out. I need to do all the cost benefit analysis. I need to do all these things. And and look, I'm not necessarily going away from that here with this statement. I don't want to be talking out of both sides of my mouth, but you can overanalyze the decision. Calculated risk. We talk about when you make an investment in something, take a calculated risk. Don't just take a risk. Calculate the risk. I'm all for that. I continue to do that to this day. But I think naturally and historically and specifically when we started this podcast and then thinking about people I've talked to, agents that I've talked to that either made the leap from the captive channel to the independent agency channel or they're a producer and they've been talking about starting their agency for years. The reality of it is we don't jump soon enough. We don't come to that decision process early enough. And then we regret that we didn't do it sooner. For me, this was kind of my thought here around this 50th episode was we had to do one before we could get to 50. And that was the deal. We analyzed this. You tried to convince me of this for two years. We need to do this. We need to do this. I struggled with the whole process. And then when we finally leaped 
and it happened, I guarantee you, you go back and listen to our first episode, which is a, just a it's kind of a half episode, really, an intro episode. If I went back and listened to that, I'm probably not very good. And in terms of the 50th episode, if you think about it that way, sometimes you just got to go. You just got to leap. From a marketing perspective, everyone has heard the Nike phrase, just do it, right? It's been around since 1987. Whedon and Kennedy created it, who was their advertising agency at the time. And I find the phrase fascinating because just do it wasn't anywhere in the plan. And the advertising agency had come up with a campaign for running and walking and cross training and basketball and women's fitness. And they had all of these things that were being developed by different creative teams. And the founder of the agency came in and said, okay, this is a good idea. All of these things are fantastic ideas, but we've got to find something that ties it together. And he said, why don't we just do it? And all the creative teams embraced that. And so it was this thing that, you know, they'd been working on it and working on it and working on it, but couldn't really figure out any way to make it cohesive. And then one person says, just do it. And years later, this is still a thing. There's an aha moment. Sometimes I think you have to create the aha moment. That's the other thing is we tend to swing this pendulum from one side of extreme to the other side of extreme. And in that case, there was an aha moment. That is really kind of what I think about when I think about making the leap or doing something. You can overanalyze it. You can reach the point where you're in sort of this diminishing return of thought. You can think about stuff so long, so far, so deep to the point that you never act. And the older I get, it's never, I wish I would have waited longer. Even when we failed on stuff, I've made some things about expansion of our our organization where we did it wrong and we tripped and fell and we had to retract and it took us a few years to get over that. But guess what? If we wouldn't have done it then, we wouldn't have learned and we wouldn't have retracted and we wouldn't have been able to reset. And we would still be sitting here wondering, how do we do this? I can't emphasize enough that sometimes you have to just go. You have to start before you can achieve a goal. You have to start. You know, thinking about success, I had a conversation with one of our partner agents last week. This is what he told me. He said, when I look back at all the hard work that I've put into my career over the last 20 years, I've definitely had my share of roadblocks and I've started over at zero dollars a couple times. He said, for me, the key was learning to create the type of agency that I have now. And I look back at where I started against where I am now and I definitely feel successful, but I still push to be better every day. And shout out to Sean Nunley down in Austin, Texas for that. And and I loved that. I mean, I love that he was even able to say, hey, look, I've had to start over at zero more than once, but I'm still better every day. The phrase that always comes to mind, I didn't lose, I learned. And I love that phrase because in business, games, sports, there's so much similarity there. You're learning, you're not losing. And the difference between that is when you lose in business is when you stop playing the game. If you stop playing the game, that's ultimately when you've lost. And if you're still in the game, you're learning, you're not losing. That's something that we can all learn from every day. If there's a point in time that I choose to say either I know it all or I have nothing else to learn, 
that is the day I need to retire because I'm done. If you're a business owner, if you're an independent agency owner, or you want to be one, then that needs to be your mindset. I am always learning. I am learning every day. There's something else for me to learn. And if you're a constant lifelong learner, you're going to have success in this business. One of the first questions that I asked you when I came on board, I don't know if you even remember this, but I asked you, I said, are you willing to be a mentor to me? Because I think that mentorship and growth are so important. And being on your leadership team, I needed to know that you were willing to mentor me to help me grow. Well, I don't remember the conversation because I was too mad at your annoying questions. But other than that, I believe the conversation took place. And I think it's very insightful to approach it that way. I'm in the same place. Mentors have mentors. Everybody should have a mentor. Everybody should reach a point in their life where they're willing to be a mentor. That is something that I've learned over the last five years. The realization that I had mentors and I didn't really realize what I was doing from being a mentee. I was a mentee for many years and still am a mentee in several scenarios in in some ways. And then I have moved to a mentor with others. And that journey and that process is part of the story. It's part of the learning. It's part of who I am. And if you don't see yourself as a mentor you're probably missing something. If you don't see yourself as needing to be a mentee, then you're probably missing something. I'm so blessed right now to serve as a mentor to a freshman at the University of Alabama. And seeing the world through her eyes has given me so much. And if you've never served as a mentor, you learn so much more about yourself and who you are than you could possibly imagine. There is as much gained being a mentor as there is in being a mentee. There is knowledge gained. There is knowledge gained through conversation. There is self-realization. So let's go back to ripping the Band-Aid off. We all know that over the last two years that life has been crazy because of COVID and the challenges of the pandemic and coming out of that. And talking with agents that were thinking about becoming agency owners in the last two years, it's been fascinating because we have heard every excuse possible from gas prices are too high, to people can't leave their house. It's a bad time to do it. So we've heard all the no's. And then we have seen absolute extraordinary success from agents that have said, all that doesn't matter. I'm ready to do this. Let's make it happen. There's no time like now. And that's going to constantly be the thing. And I go back to a personal story of mine. My wife and I were living in our first home, less than a thousand square foot. Second child is on its way. And we are realizing that our space is going to be a problem and we need to do something. I had a conversation with an older gentleman in our community. And he was a cow trader, cattle guy for years and years and years and friend of our families. And I distinctly remember him telling me, what are you waiting on? When are you going to build that house? And it was build that house, not buy that house, by the way. His expectation is when was I going to build my family a house? And we're in the East Texas area, out in the country. And there was at that time more realization you could build a house easier than you could buy a house at the time. And I'm like, well, I really just can't afford it. And he said, you'll never be able to afford it more than you can afford it right now. 
And I'm like, that doesn't sound right. He hasn't seen my bank account. He doesn't know what my earning power or lack of earning power looks like right now. But it stuck with me. And I finally figured out that we need to pull the trigger and we ripped the Band-Aid off and we did it. You're never going to be more prepared than right now. We were thinking about maybe getting a house in the Dominican and working from there and letting me fly in, you know, once a month, once every six weeks or so. How are you feeling about that? Dominican's nice. It's a nice place. I mean, I don't know. Pensacola, Dominican. I mean, is it different? Do you have a high-speed internet? Do you, I mean, I don't know. It's a great question because it's where we are. I know you're messing around, but it's like, think about it. It's actually the question of the day as we debate back and forth of remote worker productivity. Is it higher? Is it lower? And what about culture and employee engagement and team and We got a lot of stuff going on in our organizations these days. It's the question of what does it look like for me? How does my work look over the next 10 years? We're always learning. We're not losing. You got to start. We have five remote workers today, full-time, home-based remote workers. And then we have probably six or seven others scattered across two satellite offices. So we're fairly scattered for a team of 30. I had a friend years ago that said you have to win your mind first. And I love that phrase, win your mind first. And she said the problem with that is for some reason, our mind creates this idea of temporary disbelief. We think we can do it. We have this idea. And then for some reason, this temporary disbelief happens. And if you can figure out how to unpack that, if you can identify the place that that temporary belief comes from. And at the same time, examine your strengths, examine the reality of life and where you really are, then that's key. Those things are so temporary that it has nothing to do with what's really happening. If you're thinking about doing this, if you're thinking about leaving the corporate world, make a pros and cons list and then look at, are you miserable? That's number one for me. Are you miserable with where you are? Is it really going to get better? If you're miserable at work, what is that doing to your family life? What is that doing to you at home? How are you enjoying your friends? Are you going to enjoy that football game? Are you going to be stressed out about your job? Now, if you start your own business, are you going to be stressed? Yes, but you're building something for yourself. You're building something for your family. So win your mind first. That's number one. If you can win your mind, then you can do anything else. I think that goes for when I get a little further, I'll start marketing myself a little better. I'll put myself out there. I'll do more to put myself out there as an agency owner. I'll be more comfortable at the next stage. And it's just not true. You have to be able to make that leap. It would be the same thing. It would be that winning the mind first that helps you do that. And I think that's really my own personal learning experience over the last two and a half years. I'm an insurance agent. I've been doing this for 27 years. This is the only real job I've ever had. I am not a podcaster. It wasn't comfortable. And the whole sheer thought of doing this for the first time in years made me have butterflies. Initially, you might have the butterflies, but the butterflies go away. I wasn't sure that was going to be the same thing with this whole podcast marketing, put myself out there. Oh my goodness, we did a photo shoot. (laughs) 
I've never, I haven't done a photo shoot since I've had the authority to say, no, I will not do a photo shoot. I think the last photo shoot I did, I was four years old and it was forced by my mother. If I can do that, you can start an independent agency. You can make the leap from producer to independent agency. I'm just straight up telling you right now. And I wish I had video of this because we are at the local high school in Huntington, Texas and doing this photo shoot on the football field. And apparently practice was at a different time than Shane thought it was was and the football players are coming and he's like we've got to leave now we've got to we're leaving no we are leaving now i'm not letting all those young men who have grown (laughs) up with my daughters and seen mr shane and have me out there doing a photo shoot they're not seeing that but you know if you think about the top entrepreneurs in the world right now i mean they're constantly are being told they're crazy or they're not being reasonable or they're not realistic i mean think about elon musk and what he has done and the social pressures that are all around us and even what the news channels are saying, telling us to be afraid. Don't be an outlier. Don't rock the boat. But when you get over that, when you finally say, hey, look, I'm going to do this my way. I'm going to be willing to go against the societal norms. And you become maniacal in your beliefs that you can do this. That's when everything changes. It does. Speaking of Elon Musk, a recent article in the Wall Street Journal. He's using his SpaceX company to launch Starlink, the satellite internet service provider. He's currently pending a second generation fleet of 30,000 satellites, and they have cut a deal with T-Mobile. And they're going to use existing T-Mobile devices and subscribers will be able to have with no additional charge where all the dead zones in the world will automatically have low bandwidth text and voice service throughout the world. We're talking middle of the ocean. We're talking middle of the national forest. If I decide to go on another caribou hunt north of the Arctic Circle, that means I don't have to buy and subscribe and pay for a whole new satellite phone service. I mean, this is potentially game-changing. That is amazing. How many people told them you can't do that? Yeah. They can't make it work if they don't take the step. It will never happen if you don't take the leap. I would be willing to bet that Elon Musk has done so much research and he has so much information. I think it goes back to that phrase that competence is your confidence. And this is not an Elon Musk praise show or anything like that, but obviously he's done some things and he won't take no necessarily. He's had sort of this golden touch when it comes to business. It's just crazy. On a smaller scale, looking at what you need to do to start an agency. And I'm not trying to encourage anybody to artfully inflate their self-esteem or act confident or fake it till you make it. The brain doesn't work that way. Like it really, really doesn't. But what does change the way your brain feels is that being truly competent at what you're doing and you're looking at starting your agency and you just feel like you're not ready, figure out what practical skills you need to build. Make a plan, set deadlines for building those practical skills. And it doesn't even have to be something that's business specific. It can be that you decide to learn Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But when you start learning something specific and you start to feel competent in one thing, it builds confidence 
confidence in everything you do across the board. We have had the conversations and stated, you know, maybe you're not ready. That still can be true, but you can prepare yourself to get ready. Part of ripping the Band-Aid off could be preparing faster. And back to my build your house story from the older cattle guy, if he would have been having that conversation with me at 24, then I couldn't have done it. I wasn't ready, but I could have been preparing and I might have been ready by the time I was 26 until waiting until I was 29. That's important to understand. You may not be ready, but the ripping the Band-Aid off for you may be setting that deadline. This is where I need to go. This is what I need to do in order to get this done. That is definitely a really great point to realize as you think about this. So happy 50th anniversary podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for growing with us. I'm going to leave us today with this quote from Charles Barkley. Courage doesn't mean you don't get afraid. Courage means that you don't let fear stop you. Attitude's a choice. Make a great one. Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at IAForward.com.